ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to It's the Bearded Man podcast with your favorite and the world's favorite bearded man, Bob Bay. Before we get into today's episode, I want to talk about episode one, how much feedback we got, how positive it was, and I want to thank you guys so much for supporting me on this next venture, this next podcast, as it is still so weird to just be on the opposite end of the mic and you know crafting a show beforehand and trying to understand the things I want to talk about and so I'm hoping episode one gave people a little taste of what we're going to be talking about through this podcast and I especially want to give a couple shout outs to a couple people for sharing it out on your Instagram story and helping get the word out uh, just about episode one so shout out to uh, Cam Mackey, Carolina Harita, Dylan George, Jamie Fondoulis, Benjamin uh, Mick. Avoy, I hope I pronounced that right. Uh, Evan Healy, Jessica Vallapi, Joe, uh, Joey Pusatari, Abstract, Julian Otavo, Nick Cianfagaline. Uh, I hope I got all those names right. And if I didn't, I am so, so sorry. Fun fact about the Bearded Man side story. When I was a senior in high school, I was the voice of Chicopee High School. And I didn't really understand what I was signing up for when I got that, when I applied to be the morning announcement guy my senior year. I figured, you know, this is going to be great for the resume. I'm, you know, trying to get into colleges and they're going to want the voice of the high school, right? And uh, two things that kind of bit my ass doing that job. One, I had to be there every single morning because the morning announcement guy has to be the first one to, you know, everybody get to class, you know, the bell is going to be going off and... 10 minutes for your first period. So I had to be there extra early, which most people their senior year don't come in until like second period because they're up on their credits and they can do that. Uh, and secondly, the biggest issue that I had with that job was I butchered so many people's last names. I felt horrible. There were multiple times that somebody would call the office after the morning announcement. I would have to get back on the the, the hot mic and correct somebody's name um, because I would be reading out, you know, the sports teams or academics and what's happening today or what happened last week, and I would butcher people's names. So that's a little side story about the bearded man. You're gonna be learning a lot more about me as we as we continue along with this podcast project. So I apologize if I mispronounced your name, but anyone that took the time to listen to episode one, appreciate it. A lot of feedback got me fired up to get going. And uh, it's gonna be a good time. Even even when I was uh, I was driving back from work on Friday when the first episode came out, 405 in LA was shut down. Now it usually is shut down, but I think I think word got out that the bearded man was out on the 405, and then he dropped a podcast, and so everybody's like, "Yo, get him, get his autograph, let's take some pics." Didn't actually happen, but the 405 was terrible. Um, and if you're not from LA, you don't want to know what it's about. It's not fun. So, really excited about episode two today. Um, I thought this is a really important topic that people are probably trying to hopefully maybe figure out for the new year, trying to figure out these new morning routines, okay? So today's topic, today's episode is going to be focused around morning routines and a philosophy that I live by is you win the morning, you win the day. Um, That is something I can't quote who I actually picked that up from. I didn't come up with that. But I either heard it in a podcast, read it in a book, maybe one or two years ago, and it just like stuck with me. And there was something about it that was, it was, it just, I don't know. I just, I heard it and I was like, what does that, what does that mean? You win the morning, you win the day. 
oh, you you tackle the day from the jump start. You get a couple wins under your belt. And so the rest of the day, you know, you cross off these things and you won the day and you still have a whole day ahead of you. So morning routines are so, so, so important to me. Like, I I don't know. I, I need it. It is what I like to think of as it primes me for the day. My morning routine is so, so, so important. Um, and... You know, I think there's there's a big problem where, and I think people might have mis misconception. They might have misunderstood me from when I talked about it in the past, or when I post this on my Instagram, or when people talk about it. I don't think that the earlier you get up, the more successful you're going to be. Right? Like, oh, I get up at four a.m. Oh, well, I get up at three a.m. Like that, that. That actually does not make you any more successful than anybody else. Um, I think it's about figuring out the time of day that works best for you and finding a way to stick to that rhythm. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you need to be getting up at 6 a.m. You need to be getting up at 5. If you're not if you're not getting up before 8 a.m., you're not successful. That has nothing to do with it. It's more about whatever your morning time wake up is, whether it's 8 a.m., 11 a.m., 1 p.m., 3 p.m. I mean, everybody works different industries, different jobs in this world. We all have different schedules. The whole This podcast episode is about not the time that you actually wake up. It's about what do you do within the first one, two, or three hours of your day. That's what that's about. So for me personally, I know myself. I'm a morning person, okay? So right now with my job being in, in El Segundo, California, which is, as I've talked about in episode one, it's like 30 miles from my house. We're going to be changing that up in about two weeks. Content Crib 2.0 is coming. Let's go. But because I have this commute and I have to be in the office for 9 a.m., my morning routine, I wake up at 5 a.m. and that's when I begin my morning rituals, we'll call it. And then I get to the office in there for 8.39. So what is the importance of morning routine. As I said, it's priming your day. It's it's when that alarm goes off in the morning, you know exactly what you're supposed to be doing. It's not this like question mark of, do I want to go to the gym or not? Do I want to like send those emails right now? Do I want to uh, make my my lunch for the day? Should I skip? Right? It's, it's, it's getting rid of all this chatter for the first two to three hours of our day because we know exactly what we're supposed to be doing. It's like we've built out a regimen, a routine, and we know where we're supposed to be, when we're supposed to be, and it helps. It's like it's like a snowball effect, right? Nobody likes getting up in the morning. Nobody enjoys it, okay? Like, I don't think anybody really thoroughly is pumped when that alarm goes off. It's when you get on your two feet and you start getting the ball rolling, you start getting your day going, and you start to wake up, you start to feel that momentum, and then it's really like you're like full throttle into the day. So the whole point of these of figuring out the morning rituals or the morning routines that work best for you, it's to help you jumpstart that day. It's I'm gonna keep saying it, it's gonna it's to prime you for the day. It's like your pre workout for the day of whatever you have in front of you. And I think it is so 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 important. So what does mine consist of? I'm gonna give you guys and gals a little insight of what the bearded man's morning ritual routines look like. So get your notepad out. Get some. Get ready. This is this is some secrets. The bearded man's morning routine. It's not that great. It's actually very helpful to me. But so I've tried every single type of morning ritual that you've either heard in podcasts, in interviews, read in books. I've tried everything from uh, reading books, 
to writing, to journaling, to uh, meditating, to starting work, emails immediately when I wake up. I've tried it all under the sun. And let me let me make sure people understand that three years ago I wasn't doing you know morning routines when when I was in college I was just waking up and what do I want to do uh, okay I gotta go to the gym I gotta go to class I got that meeting oh tough day I wasn't doing it it wasn't until after college that I started to really recognize the importance of morning routines and that's when I started implementing it into my life so looking back on it kind of shoot myself in the foot because I think about all the time that I wasted not building out these morning rituals, but you know what? The past is the past. You can't do nothing about it. I have no regrets. Hashtag keep going. Um, but when I was living in Boston, that's when I started to recognize the routines. It was right after I graduated college, starting the, started to get into podcasting, was starting to Uber full-time. And I was like, okay, I need to really hack my day because I need to utilize every hour of the day because time is money with Uber. Every, you know, I'm in control of my time. I could be out there driving. And if not, I could be in the, this, the bed Rudy of Boston, uh, sending emails, learning. And so looking back at Boston, I cringe because I think most of that, that year that I lived in the city post-graduating college, my morning routine was wake up and work. And that was horrible. I could actually never do that now. I would wake up at 6 a.m. My, my wake up time, uh, once again, I'm a morning person and I'll get into more of that in a little bit. My wake up time was 6 a.m., okay? I would roll out of bed, walk to the local Dunkin' Donuts. I miss you guys. I, we don't have that as much out here in LA. I would walk to the local McDonald's, McDonald's, geez, Dunkin' Donuts, get a coffee, walk back, sit down on my laptop, open it up, and start working probably within the first 20 minutes of being up. That was horrible. And I, I continuously did that, and I wasn't aware that this isn't working, but I just kept doing it because I figured like, if I wake up and I start working as soon as possible, I have the whole day to work. That means I can work 12, 13 hour days times, you know, five, six days a week, maybe a day off, blah, blah, blah. That actually was not helpful because what I was realizing was that, okay, I would start working at 6.30 a.m. Sick. By 10.30, 11, my mind would be fried. I, you know, I would have had breakfast at some point. But just like getting the day started and like waking up and start working immediately, just it just wasn't healthy for me. And I kept doing it because I thought that was the best thing to do. I thought that was helping me maximize the amount of hours in the day and helping me work more. And then I would go to the gym right around that time to like give myself a break. And my workout wasn't good because my mind was legit fried from the first four hours of my day of just typing away and reading and editing podcasts. It was not healthy, but I kept doing it. And I wasn't aware that this is not working. I should change it, but I didn't. It wasn't until when I moved out to LA that everything started to change. Maybe because of the sunshine, maybe because I'm in LA. I don't know what it is. But I realized that wasn't working. And that's when I started to change everything. And I started to implement the first part of my day is going to be working out. I'm, I'm religious about it. It helps me get the day started. And that's when I started to flip the chapter into like a different morning ritual that was really starting to help me. So once I got out to LA, I started doing that. And for the three years, it was pretty much for the past three years, it has been like wake up and go to the gym with a couple of tweaks to it as well. But I've found that that has been extremely helpful to me and it's helped me prime myself for the day. I'll keep saying it all, all this episode, prime, 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 prime. Your morning should be about priming yourself for the day and it gets you to reach your, your, your highest potential so that when you start working or whatever you have in front of you for the day, 
you're ready to go. So this is my current morning routine. I want to give you guys and gals some insight as to what I do every single morning. And I think some people might be surprised if they don't realize like how calculated my mornings are. Actually, my days are. I was talking to my roommates last night. We were chilling on a Saturday night playing Monopoly. Pretty pretty lit out here at the Content Crib. And uh, I think, I forget if Steve had made a joke to me about how calculated I am, but I legit calculate everything I do which can be a little over the top. And some people might think I'm psychotic, which I totally get. Um, but everything I do is calculated in the sense of like time management and just everything I do. So I think you guys and gals might be surprised with how calculated my morning routine is because you don't really see it. The only thing you do see, which I've kind of cut back on recently is I used to, and I have for probably the past two-ish years, maybe three I would post this thing every time I'd get into the gym in the morning. You win the morning, you win the day. And that was more of just to show people like, one, I'm getting up on a, on a, every day I'm getting up early and I'm getting the day started. There's no excuses. I was doing that a lot when I was driving for Uber Monday through Sunday, just constantly working, getting up early. Um, but also it was just, I knew that, that that how much that you win the morning, you win the day impacted me positively. That I was kind of just putting out there to the world, hoping that it was going to, do the same goodness it has done to me hoping that i don't want to say inspired other people but you know there's so much in the social media world that maybe somebody that's laying in their bed not getting up on the day they're just you know waiting to like wait to the last second to roll out of their bed and start the day like maybe that seeing that one post would get them fired up and get them going and i just got into a rhythm of posting it every single day i've cut back a lot and i'm starting to cut back more i'm trying to be much more um, conscious. I'm just trying to make sure that when I'm posting to the world, like, is it needed? And do I need to do this every single day? Because it, it, it kind of was messing with my brain and I'll get into that in a little bit. But, um, so right now, because I'm commuting, I wake up at 5am every day, Mo- Monday through Friday, 5am, that alarm clock is going off. And I have a backup alarm for 505, just in case I happen to snooze off a little backup. Most of the times I don't need it, but I, it's always good to have that backup. And I try, if I can, from five, you know, the, I turn off the first alarm at five, the second one goes off five, five. I try when that first one goes off to wake up and for the next five minutes, kind of just lay there. Don't try not to close my eyes, but just lay there and and kind of just know that I'm like, all right, Bobby, you're about to get the day started. Let's just, let's just take this five minutes to just breathe. Let's just, let's just, we know once we get on our two feet, we're going, this is it. Time to get ready. It's, it's the day, brother. Time to get ready. Uh, so that second alarm goes off at 5.05, roll out of bed. First thing I do is make my bed. You probably heard plenty of people that have talked about it that in the past. Uh, I, I find it as like a little win in the day, right? Just make the bed, get that cleaned off. And I, I, I'm very much a clean person, so I like having my bedroom my bedroom studio be clean as possible. So just making the bed and that almost feels like a small win. Every single morning, I don't even think about it. It's so second nature, and I'm I, and I'm also half asleep when I'm making the bed. But I think it's important that that's just getting the blood flowing, you know, get the bed organized so I don't look like a slob, and then it's done. Um, once the bed is made, I have my gym clothes already laid out the night before, which is probably you're asking why. The reason I do that is so that I don't spend time thinking about oh, what should I wear? Should I wear this? Should I wear that to the gym? No, the clothes are already laid out. It's one less decision I have to make. The clothes are there. It's early in the morning. I don't want to think about, do I want to wear this shirt? Do I want to wear that shirt? Do I want to wear these socks, these shorts? Nothing. 
I want the clothes there, so I'm just in a rhythm of make the bed, put on these clothes, go to the bathroom, keep the and keep keep the the morning going. Uh, there's and as we'll keep going through my morning routine as I'll continue on with this episode, I think the key with the morning routine is you want to spend less time thinking about should I do this or should I do that, and it's more so just following steps, one foot in front of the other. You know exactly what you're supposed to do. This then that then this then that. That way, when it's time to work or do whatever your career is or your passion is, you haven't spent your creative energy or your thought juice on little decisions like that. I think the less decisions you make throughout the day, the better. And that the decisions you do make should be on higher level things, whether that's within your career or personal life. Instead of making 100 decisions throughout the day, it should be maybe half that or less than half of that because everything else is already calculated. Everything else is already laid out. So gym clothes are on, boom, we feel good, Got, I'm ready to go. I park my ass back down and I sit down and I do a 10-minute guided meditation. Guided meditation, which I'll do a, an episode on at some point, has been extremely helpful for me. It's helped me you know, have more gratitude in my life. It's taught me to be more present. Um, and it's, it's helped me be more focused on what's in front of me today instead of what happened yesterday, what's coming in a couple of weeks. It teaches me how to just stay in the present moment. And an app that I use right now is called Waking Up with Sam Harris. I've used Headspace before. I've also tried just doing it on my own. But I find that using the guided apps helps me stay, like go through it and also helps me um, hold myself accountable to it because I know there's an app and I know it tracks you. So I'll do a 10-minute guided meditation here. As soon as that is done, I then have a journal that I started probably three months ago and I write one full page of journal. That is something that looking back, I didn't realize how important that was. So this journal, I would write the, first off, the journal is I write the date and the time and then I just write a page. It's just anything that's in on my mind, I just flow. I try not to overthink it. I try not to stop writing. I try to finish the whole page and let it be and that's it. When I was in seventh grade, shout out to Mr. Drugan, my English teacher. He had the class do this, and I never understood why. And it was fun. He was a great teacher, and it was similar where he would, you know, he would randomly have us pull out our notebooks. He would say, "Start," and we the rule was we could not lift up our pen or pencil until the the free writing was done. And it was forcing us to just write our thoughts onto page, not overthink it. And just put whatever the hell we want to write. And I've found it to be so beneficial because there's definitely some mornings where we feel happy, we feel anxious, we feel maybe sad. We've we have all these emotions, right? And so it's great to put that out on paper. The good, the bad, and everything in between. Because it's it's allowing you to actually like talk yourself through how you're feeling. And Maybe it's something that you don't want to talk about to other people or you don't have anybody to talk to about with other people. Writing it down and, and having that piece of paper, it allows you to just take that energy or those thoughts that are running through your head and actually writing them out. And and the key is to me with these journals, I don't, I'm not here to share them with anybody. It's really just for my personal. I mean, if anybody got a hold of it and like wanted to be a weirdo and skim through it, it, it I mean, go ahead. Like, you're going to see my thoughts. I don't care. I stand by everything that I write. I am who I am. Like, I'm not scared of that. But the idea, I think, is for you to just write your thoughts and keep it to yourself. And even if somebody did get my journal, they're not going to be able to read it because my handwriting is shit. Hey, so good luck. 
But I think the journal has been really important because it's allowed me to put my thoughts into the day. Maybe like towards the end, I'll say what I'm looking forward to on the day. And it's allowing me just to, you know, spit out my emotions of whatever is going on in my head at the moment. So it feels great. Once I finish the journal, I go out to the kitchen. My lunch is already packed from the night before, so I take that out of the fridge, pack up my cooler, have a banana and yogurt, and out the door I go. Usually by this time, it's 5.40. So notice, I wake up at 5 a.m. I'm not out the door till 5.40 because I'm doing the the guided meditation, the journaling, packing lunch, waking up, the whole shebang. So it's about 40 minutes. Once I'm out the door, I have about a 40 to 50 minute commute to the gym that's about three to four miles from where I work. So I purposely do this because LA is crazy with their traffic, as I'm sure you guys and gals already know. And so I figured the best way for me to avoid traffic, at least on the inbound in the morning, is to get there early before the morning commute and so that I can work out before I go to work, which is really important. During that 40 to 50 minutes, I listen to podcasts. Um, you know, it could be a wide range of things. The Gary Viadio experience I listen to for business and social media hacking, also a little bit of inspiration. On Purpose with Jay Shetty, that's another great podcast. That's business, um, excuse me, that's personal stories and motivation. School Greatest with my man, Lewis Howes, as always, personal stories and motivation. Impact Theory with Tom Bilu. And then recently, I've been getting back into Tim Ferriss, which is one of the first podcasts I ever started listening to back in the fall of 2015. He has a lot of great interviews, personal stories, but then also he's very big on human hacking. And I, I, I admire him because he's always trying to find ways to reach his ultimate potential. And I, I love his podcast. So that 40 to 50 minutes, I'm listening to podcasts, flying down the five to the 110 in LA, just cruising. B.O.B. getting hyped for the day, you know what I'm saying? Getting my mind right, ready to go. Um, and that's when the next thing is I get to the gym around 6.20ish in the morning, depending on the traffic. Because this is in L.A., it's unpredictable. There have been bumper-to-bumper traffic at 5.45 in the morning, 6.10. And I'm sitting there pulling my hair out going, why in the world is there traffic at this time? But then I remember everyone else is smart and probably doing the same thing as me, but it's not actually working. So get to the gym around 6.20ish. Uh, very important to me. This is the most important part of my day. This is where I'm really priming myself for the day. Okay, as you can see, if you're watching visually, I'm not the biggest dude in the gym, right? And if you're listening, just imagine, you know, a moderate six foot, good looking bearded man, works out a little bit here and there, tries to, you know, have a good build, but I'm not in there to be the the biggest bodybuilder. It, to me, it's just about getting the blood flowing, get a nice sweat, allowing my thoughts to, you know, to brew up and think about things, whatever I want to think about. And during when I'm in the gym, just music, bumping that Drizzy Drake, shout out to Champagne Poppy, he's the GOAT. Uh, and I'm bumping music, it's getting getting me hyped for the day. Um, and yeah, it allows me to just like think about things, whatever I want to think about. I used to be somebody that would scroll through social media in between sets, cut that out a lot, and it's been really helpful. I just try to not even pay attention to social media in, in the morning and just focus on myself. So in the gym, lifting weights for 45 minutes, cardio for 25, shower, get ready for the gym, takes about 25, 15 minutes grooming the beard, of course, you know what I'm saying? The bearded man's gotta make sure the beard look good. Uh, and altogether, I'm usually in and out of the gym within two hours, which is great. Gym's about eight minutes from work, so I arrive at the office usually around 8.30 a.m. We don't even start till nine. We're not supposed to be there, quote unquote, until nine. There's definitely some people that are there around 8.30 as well. 
but I love getting there early because it allows me to to almost like warm myself up for the work day. It's like easing my way in. Instead of like getting there at nine and like starting the day, I get there around 8.30, check texts, start to check social media, have my breakfast, get some coffee. That way when nine hits, I'm ready to go. 8.30, 9 a.m., I'm, I'm ready for war, ladies and gentlemen. The spaceship is taking off. Houston, we have a liftoff. I'm ready to go. That's a that's like the ultimate time of my day. That drive from the gym to work in the morning, I'm so ready. I'm like, the, the juices are flowing. Put me in the ring. I'm ready to go. I'm ready. I'm just ready. And so by 9 o'clock, I'm ready. It's, it's game time. And that's the morning ritual. So you figure, I'm waking up at 5 a.m., I'm starting at 9 a.m. for work, but from 5 to 8.30 a.m., that's my morning routine. That's my morning ritual. That's what's getting me primed for the day, and it is so, so, so important. A couple of big takeaways from my routine that uh, maybe you didn't think, you know, as we just discussed it. Notice this. Notice from the moment I wake up at 5 till 8.30, I'm not checking social media like I, like I just said. I used to check it in the gym, and the only time I would even not check it but pull it up would be posting the you win the morning you win the day on my instagram just to show the world the beard man's in the gym if i can do it so can you uh, but i would post and then get out of the app immediately and get right back into my workout but i think it's really important because it's it's just allowing you to get grounded on the day it's allowing you to i'm i'm allowing myself to win my morning before i worry about anything else that's happening around me um so aside from greet, another thing is too, aside from greeting the people in the gym, when I get there around 6.20ish, if you think about it, the first couple hours of my day, I'm not talking to anybody. I'm just, I'm just focused on myself, just focused on what I have in front of me. And it's so, so important because I mean, we've had those times where you wake up to a phone call or you wake up and you start, you have to communicate with somebody. Everybody's grumpy. Nobody wants to talk to anybody. The first hour, two hours of people's days, they're, they're trying to get their day started. And so I found that to be extremely beneficial. I'm not talking to anybody. I'm just focused on myself and it feels great. Um, and yeah, it allows me to, you know, just stay more present throughout the day. And uh, my the morning ritual for me is so, so, so important. So how do you get better with your morning routine. I hope you guys and gals might already have one, but if you don't or you're trying to improve it, here are a couple tips that I think could be pretty beneficial. So as I said before, everyone's routine is different. I'm not here to tell you you need to follow my routine because what works for me might not work for you. And also, like I said, it's not about the hour in which you get up. It's about the what you spend your first one, two, three hours of the day doing. Okay, and no, maybe we're not. Maybe not everyone in the world is fortunate to do something like I do, where it's like the first two and a half, three hours of my day is about me. Maybe you only have thirty minutes. Maybe you have forty-five. Maybe you have an hour. I don't. It doesn't matter. It's just about what you're doing with that morning routine. Depending on what, it doesn't matter what time you get up. It's just about what are you doing within the first hour, two hours of your day, figuring out what works best for you and how do you prime yourself for the day. Um, and I think the, the key is to take the first step and try out different routines to see which ones you like and which ones you don't like in order to figure out which works best for you. So like I said, I've tried it all. I've woken up, started working. I've woken up and started reading. I've woke up, started emailing, read books, just went straight to the gym. I've tried every morning routine possible, but I've changed them because I've realized that some don't work for me and others do. And so I, I challenge people that are listening to do the same. If something, if you're not liking it, change it. 
And if 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 you do like it, but it's it's not the right time of your day, and then change it. So for example, part of one of the thing that was part of my morning routine that I recently had to change taking this job at Liquid IV is when I would get back from the gym in the morning, I would read for 30 minutes. And because of the, the new job and, and the way I'm commuting, I couldn't do that anymore. I could, but it would be a force to get to work at 8.30, read for 30 minutes, and then go right into the workday. It just seemed like a force. So now I just adjusted it. It's still very important to me in my day. It's not a morning routine, but now it's like a midday afternoon thing where I read a half hour during my hour lunch break, and I found it to be very good. Um, and I find that to be a great time of the day for me to actually step aside and actually read. So I would challenge anyone that's listening, try different things to figure out which works best for you in the morning. And if it's not working, change it. If it is working, keep it. Uh, I think the big one that most people are probably going to question about is how do you get up earlier, right? I'm not saying, you know, anytime works. It, it Once again, can't say this enough. I'm not here to say you need to begin up at 5 or at 6 a.m. or 3 it's whatever works best for you. But if you are challenging yourself to get up earlier, it's very possible. One, There's one of two ways you can do this. One, be an absolute savage and just put the time on your phone of which what time you want to get up. So if you're getting up at 7 a.m. right now and you want to get up at 6, put it at 6. Put another one at 6.01. Put another one at 6.02, 6.03, 6.04, and get your ass up. Be a savage and do it. Tell yourself, I'm going to get up when this alarm goes off. The night before tell yourself that going into before you fall asleep it's just discipline 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 and as you continue to get up at that time it will become a, a routine to you which will then turn into a habit you'll get so used to it but you just have to discipline yourself that when that alarm goes off you stop making excuses you stop waiting for somebody to cheer you on and you get your ass up option one option two which isn't so hard i think very reasonable is once again, if you're waking up at 7 a.m. and you want to get up at 6, do it in increments of 15 minutes. So maybe this week you do 6.45, you're going to wake up and do that for a couple of days until you get comfortable with it. You feel great? 6.30, keep doing that for a couple of days until you're comfortable with it. 6.15, keep doing that, and then you get to 6 a.m. Do it in increments until, you, until you're at that sweet spot, until you're at that time that you want to do it. Um, I think that's a good way to do it, much more calming and easing easier to get there. Uh, but ultimately, just don't be scared to make these changes. And especially if you want to do the time, picture me yelling at you, yo, get your ass up. It's the bearded man. I'm here to cheer you on, but I'm also here to tell you to get out of bed. You can do it. it just takes a little bit of tweaking. Um, it's very possible. Very, very, very possible. Another thing within how to get better with your morning tune is kind of what I was talking about earlier. Less decisions help you flow. So thinking through all these steps ahead of time is going to make your day so much easier, make you so much more ready for whatever you have in front of you. A couple easy things you can do the night before so that you have less decisions going into the day. Lay out gym clothes or work clothes the night before, like I was just saying. Place your journal or book on the desk so you don't have to look for it. If that's something you do right in the morning, have it on your desk or have it somewhere where you do it so you're not like waking up going, where's the book? Where's the journal? Where's my pen? None of that. That's that is that there's that's too much emotions. We we just fired up our brain. We don't want to do that right when we wake up. Uh, another thing could be putting your coffee in the machine the night before and setting a timer. If you're somebody who likes coffee right in the morning, do it the night before and set it as a timer so then when you wake up and you walk out there, it's already brewing. Maybe the smell of the coffee roasting 
will get you out of bed. It's beautiful. And the coffee's ready to go. It's like a double whammy. Um, you can make your lunch the night before you go to sleep. I think that's really important. You don't, Who wants to do it on the first thing in the morning? You want to make your lunch in the morning while you're making breakfast? No, doesn't make sense. Uh, you could do make a to-do list. You know, Maybe you are somebody that enjoys working when you first wake up. Maybe write out one, two, or three things that you need to do when you first wake up. Hammer through those. And then as you're doing them, you'll probably figure out the next three or four things that need to be done after that. Super helpful. Um, but the goal is definitely to wake up and know the first couple of things that you're supposed to do because that's when the momentum builds on the day. You're spending less time thinking about, should I do this? Should I do that? And that's good. The less time you're spending asking you yourself those questions in that morning routine, the morning ritual, the better. And just remember too, nobody, I don't think anybody really thoroughly enjoys that sound of that alarm when it goes off. Nobody enjoys it, okay? But you got to just stick to it. You got to you gotta tell yourself that this is what I signed up for. This is what I want to do. And you just have to get up. I've disciplined myself into sticking to this plan. And once I get once and once you get into that rhythm of doing it over a consistent amount of time, you get you it becomes second nature that you feel weird and you don't you feel off when you don't have that morning ritual. And the reason that I'm so big on it is because once again, I know I'm a morning person. This helps me operate in my highest potential because I said, as I said, it's it's priming me for the day. But I also being a morning person, I know it's allowing me to jumpstart the day. Because I feel like I have a whole day ahead of me instead of starting later and having less time on the day. So it depends on who you are. I know everyone's time of day is different. For instance, my roommate Dylan, he's definitely somebody that gets up maybe around 8.39, but he still gets a shit ton of stuff done in the day. We just have different hours that we operate, and it's totally fine. That works for him. It doesn't work for me, but hey, do what you got to do. Quick break on the H2O drink. Should call this high quality water break right there. Um, yeah. So if you need any help and you need somebody to uh, you know, cheer you on, think of the bearded man screaming at your face when that alarm goes off. And I think it's a game changer as once you get on your two feet, it's game over. That's the mindset. You know that once you get on your feet, it's game over. You're you're just gonna keep moving, you're not gonna stop because you know the steps you're supposed to be taking. And and another thing I want you to remember is after you get after you know say you have that alarm for 6 a.m and you get up and you get the day started at 7 a.m take a mental screenshot of how you feel knowing like wow i got up at the time i wanted to get up at i banged out those two or three morning rituals now i'm ready for the day capture that feeling and remind yourself that of when you first wake up it's so hard to do and i know it's impossible because you're just like i just woke up i want to go back to sleep but just remember that feeling and how good it feels knowing that it sucks getting up right now, but I'm going to feel great in an hour that I did it. So remember that and use that as like something to lean on uh, as an example that it's worth your time. So questions from the Bearded Man community. I posted something on my Instagram and Twitter yesterday saying, what, do you, what are the questions you have about morning routines? Let's talk about it. Uh, coming from my man Quakes, he said, how does your night routine fit into your morning routine? And then secondly, he also asked, what happens to your morning routine when you have a long night or a change in schedule? Two both great questions. Part one, the night routine fit into your morning routine. Aside from me being tucked into bed, hopefully no later than 10 p.m., I don't have a night routine. That's my only like quote-unquote night routine is knowing like I want to be tucked into bed by 10 p.m. I used to journal before I would go to sleep. 
just like the morning journal was like, what are the thoughts that are brewing in my head in the beginning of the day? And at night, what are the thoughts that are brewing in my head? I stopped doing that because I just, I'm like drained by the end of the day. I'm just so tapped out that like I was forcing it and I just didn't even care to do it. And so I've kind of just completely eliminated night routines for me. I know a lot of people out there helps them like get themselves ready to fall asleep. Um, some people like leave their phone outside of the room or put their phone down an hour before. I think the meditation has helped me fall asleep faster, which is really important, which I'll talk about in another episode. Um, but because of the meditation, I think I can fall asleep faster. So ultimately, the only night ritual I have is getting into my bed by 10 p.m. Second part of the uh, the second question, going back to the 10 p.m. So you had also asked what happens to your morning routine when you have a long night or change in schedule. So the, the long night aspect. I've disciplined myself pretty much Sunday through Thursday. No questions asked. Bob A, get your ass into bed by 10 p.m. because that alarm's going off at five. And it's I, I, I've, I've grown to appreciate that seven hours, six and a half hours of sleep. So that I can, cl- I can completely get rid of the long night aspect. Thursday or Sunday through Thursday, no questions asked, non-negotiable. I have to be in bed by then. But the change in schedule is really important because that does happen. What I do is I don't, I don't beat myself up if I have to make adjustments, right? Uh, it's okay if the morning routine isn't perfect. If the, uh, you know for a few times that you have to not do the first three things because you have a doctor's appointment early before work or whatever it might be. It's okay to have these couple times here and there that the, the schedule gets thrown off. A great example, or let me just say the reason I'm saying that is because. I'm not going to beat myself up in the short term knowing that in the long term, I'm going to be disciplined and do that morning routine. Great example, going back to the Uber days. I would always get an occasional uh, passenger that would joke and be like, yo, I'm going to give you one star, haha," because they would see my rating, 4.98, hit me up. I was top in the world. Freaking nice, baby, let's go. And so they would joke and be like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you one star. I'm going to knock your rating down. And I would love it because I was like, you could do that. I'm not scared of your little one star rating. Because over the longevity of what I've been I've been driving Uber, your one star is not gonna put even a slightest dent into my rating. And that's similar to what I'm talking about right now with your morning routines. That one time that the schedule gets thrown off, that two times, three times, four times, five times, okay, you have a bad week, no, no big deal. And the long term of just that one year, that one month, you're gonna you're gonna get right back on track. So I don't beat myself up if something happens that I can't control. So that's a great question, Quakes. Another question we had from JVlop07, what keeps you motivated to do it every morning? Great question. Kind of similar to what I've already touched on throughout this episode. It primes me for the day. So I've seen the positive impact it's made on my health, my headspace, my productivity. So I keep doing it. I see the upside. I see the positivities that come from it. I'm going to keep doing it. If there was ever downsides or if it just... If it wasn't benefiting me, I would have changed it or I wouldn't be doing it anymore. But the reason I keep doing it is because I see the positivity that it comes from, that it comes or that it brings into my day, I should say. Another question, Pat uh, Quigley underscore one, can routines lead to lack of self-awareness? This is a great question. And I looked at it as in uh, routine. I, you know, this is an episode about morning routines, but I will say this. Routines in general, just because we're talking about routines. In my opinion, routines can lead to lack of self-awareness. 
you can get into such a rhythm that you feel like a machine and you're not really paying attention to how you feel or you're not, you're just so focused on what's in front of you, which is really good, which I really promote. But sometimes you got to stop, look around, look to the left, look to the right, adjust where you're at and keep going and, and make sure to make that stop every so often. So for example, when I was getting out of this Uber chapter for so long, I was just like, I got to just keep doing, I got to keep driving car. I just have to keep driving Uber and I have to, you know, one ride at a time and one podcast at a time and it's all going to work out. And I wasn't stopping every once in a while to like assess where I was at. And as soon as I did that and I started trying to create these other opportunities for me, it, it happened. Like it happened a lot faster than I ever could have imagined and I'm so grateful for it. But I had to stop and I had to look around and I had to start trying to create these opportunities. Great way to look at it is some is something that I've lived by. Keep punching the bag, right? I'm all I'm a big believer, like you gotta just keep putting the reps, you gotta keep punching that bag over and over and over. But sometimes you need to change the punch. You gotta change it up a little bit. Still, you're working on that thing, but you gotta come at it from a different angle. So with morning routines, it can lead to a lack of self-awareness, but I think it's important to stop, slow down, look around, make adjustments, and still you're trying to get yourself started for that day is the ultimate goal, but maybe making these changes can help you. So that's a great question, and I hope I answered that correctly. Um, next question, Kenna Hazy, at Kenna Hazy. To caffeinate every morning or not? That is a great question. For me, absolutely non-negotiable. I love coffee. It is so important to me. I've definitely gone through these waves where I've drank. I, I, I was drinking too much of it. And I would say that if it helps you jumpstart your day, keep going, keep doing it. I'd say just be aware of how much you're consuming it, right? Like, you know, two, three cups a day doesn't seem that bad to me. If you're someone on the other side, it's like, yeah, I'm at Starbucks six times a day. It's probably not ideal. But I will say that if it is helping you, do it. I've cut back to just uh, a medium-sized coffee in the morning and then a medium-sized coffee in the afternoon, and that's it. The reason I'm not drinking as much coffee, I think, as I used to is because my morning routine has so much primed me for the day. I've gotten, you know, I'm religious. I'm making sure I get six and a half, seven hours of sleep. I'm consuming the right foods, all these little things that are helping me operate on my highest potential. I don't need as much caffeine as maybe I used to or maybe as other people do. So I would say if it's working for you, keep doing it. If you're starting to feel that jitter, maybe start to dial it back a little bit. But ultimately, I think um, you know there's a lot of things in this world that aren't great for you. I think coffee, for the most part, is pretty good for you. Within you know, if you're not overdoing it, so fire up that caffeine for sure. So, ladies and gentlemen, to wrap up this podcast, I hope you guys and gals have gained a little insight on morning routines um, because I think it is ultimately important that. It helps you prime yourself for the day. It helps you get that day started. Helps you know what you're supposed to do, supposed to be doing, when you're supposed to be doing it. And hopefully you can check off a couple of those really important things that you really want to do in your day. Not wait till the end of the day to do it. Do it in the beginning of the day so you get it. It's under your belt. Um, you know, remember that it's not about the the time of which you get up. It's just about what are you spending the first one, two, three hours of your day doing. Um, and I hope that in this podcast you learn something, maybe one, two, three things that you could possibly incorporate into your your morning routine or maybe you just weren't looking at it from the right angle or something that was valuable. 
So if you enjoy this podcast, please, 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 please screenshot this episode, snap a pic of it. If you're watching the video, maybe put up a little snippet of your favorite part and post on your Instagram story, tagging at Bobe, B-O, three B's, four A's and a Y. And, and let your followers and let your friends know what you enjoyed about this podcast. Was it the bearded wisdom? Was it the bearded man? Whatever it might be. Screenshot it, share it out. Very important to help the growth of this. Help us, us, me and you, whoever's listening. And you might be, you know, running, walking the dog, sitting on sitting on your couch, driving Uber, flying on a plane. I don't know where you are in the world, but I'm I'm happy you're tuning in. But uh, know that helping share out the content is going to help us grow this bearded man community. And make sure you understand this is us. This is a two way street. Because without you guys and gals listening, I'd be talking to myself, which I'm already doing. Um, if I really provide enough beer to wisdom, all I ask, please head to the iTunes podcast app. Leave a one sentence review. Really, really important because more ratings, more reviews, more credibility. And we keep building this podcast from the ground up. If there's a topic you would like me to cover, shoot me a message, shoot me a tweet, shoot me a DM, shoot me an email, and let me know. I'm open to any and all topics. So thank you for listening. It is The Bearded Man with yours and the world's favorite bearded man, Bob A. We'll see you guys and gals next time. And I'm out of here. See ya.